Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your recap for today, Tuesday, February 27th, 2024, which you may have missed on the show. I don't know why I got onto the subject, but I thought it was a fascinating story about the difference between canola oil and vegetable oil. Because if you've, you've been grocery shopping, you know you look down to cooking oils, uh, there's a lot to choose from. You've got peanut oil, corn oil, vegetable oil, you've got olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, grape oil, to name a few. And there are differences in these. A lot of them had different tastes. A lot of them had different smoke points. But when you boil it down, vegetable oil and canola oil, and even to a degree corn oil, all kind of have the same, in the sense that they don't really add much flavor to their foods. Uh, they have a kind of a high smoke point, which means you won't get uh, your smoke alarms won't go off when you're cooking at, at high temperatures. But there is differences between vegetable oil and canola oil, and it all goes down, comes down to something called the rapeseed, which is a horrible, horrible name. I get it, but it's actually a uh, a, a word rooted in Latin, which means uh, the Latin word rapum, which means turnip, basically, because. The rapeseed is a cousin of the cabbage and Brussels sprouts and mustard. And um, everything's fine. It's been used for cooking for thousands of years. But right around uh, the 1940s and 50s, there was more research into um, our bodies. And, and for the bad thing is that rapeseed has very high levels of uric acid. E-R-U-C-I-C, uric acid. And too much of this actually causes fat deposits around your heart and could lead to heart disease. So in 1956, the U.S. government banned the use of rapeseed uh, oil in anything that uh, we ate. And you've got to keep in mind that cooking oil is just one small segment of the oils that these um, plants will make. They range everything from cooking oils to making plastics to making regular oils for your car. Uh, so it's big, big business. So if you're able to, uh, you know, squeeze a little bit more profit out of these things, they will. So we jump up from 1956 when it was banned all the way up to the 70s when Canadian scientists were able to kind of selectively um, uh, produce the rapeseed that instead of having about 50 to 60 percent of your uric acid, it was down to 4 percent. And according to all the um, information out there, that's acceptable. It doesn't really cause that much of a problem. Um, however, the U.S. government still is like, eh, I don't know about that too much. So basically, they, uh, um, the only reason that canola oil can be sold, which is named after, uh, they renamed uh, rapeseed as canola oil in honor of the Canadian artist or, or scientists that uh, reduced the, uh, the acid that's in it. Um, that's why they're too different. 
they basically are the same, but again, because of this uh, genetic modifying they did, uh, uh, canola oil is a little bit less of saturated fat than vegetable oil, which is made with soybeans. I just found that fascinating for some reason. So uh, if you're looking to uh, boost the uh, time that you're uh, speed up the, the process of your house being sold, you may want to think about, is it dog and pet friendly? There's been numerous studies that found that many home buyers actually prioritize their pet's happiness in selecting the home that they want to buy. Kind of crazy. If you look about a generation ago, that wasn't a big deal. But uh, even the National Association of Realtors says that nearly half of all home buyers are looking to move into a home that improves their pet's life. So if you are going to make some renovations, you might want to make some pet-friendly ones. Uh, on top of the list, make sure you have a fenced yard, either chain length or privacy fence. It doesn't matter. Much like with uh, the parents of kids, having a fenced yard makes things much easier and gives you peace of mind knowing that your little ones are going to stay right where they need to be. Number two on the list is going to be pet-friendly floors. Things like laminates, bamboo, specially treated hardwoods designed to resist scratches can be a major selling point. I think also for parents as well. And then if you have uh, a little bit more elaborate additions, may include a built-in feeding and watering station. So you can have a dedicated area for the pet's food and water bowls, even perhaps having a water faucet right there so you don't have to take the bowl uh, into the kitchen and, and back. And then finally, having a built-in dog grooming station, perhaps even one on the porch, will make things a lot, uh, your home much more, um, um, put it up against the head of the pack if you're trying to sell it. Okay. You really wouldn't think that a pillowcase would keep your skin hydrated and your hair shiny, but it absolutely can, mainly because the cotton that we use in uh, most of the sheets are really good about absorbing our sweat, the water that we have. Too good, as a matter of fact. When it comes to your face, if w too much water is, comes out of your face, it actually intensifies the fine lines and wrinkles that are on your face. <laughs> also, the cotton can cause your hair to become tangled and messy. Uh, therefore, you have to use heat in the morning like a hairdryer or a curling iron to, um, or straightening iron to, to get it all uh, ironed out. <laughs> so by switching to a satin or a, a silk pillowcase, um, it actually does two things. It doesn't take as much water as your um, cotton, and it doesn't mess up your hair. So there you go. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This was the story I Loved because the headline grabbed me. It's called The Myth of Your Phone's Airplane Mode. Um, of course, every phone has one. Is that when you, in fact, if you go on an airplane, they will uh, generally make the announcement right before they take off that you need to put your phone in airplane mode. And the common reason for this that we've had is that the, the uh, radio signals that your phone transmits can interfere with the navigation of an airplane. But there's never been any sort of documented case of a mobile phone's two-way radio waves interfering with an aircraft's navigation system. In fact, an FAA study over a decade ago confirms that very fact. Think about this. Two years ago, Europe decided to allow phone calls and data use on planes. What they did is they installed a small cellular base station about the size of a ream of paper and weighing about as much as a ream of paper, and they 
um, installed them, allowing people to chit-chat on their phones or text or do whatever they normally do as they would on the ground. Uh, and you also consider that uh, in Europe, they use uh, the European carriers operate the exact same Boeing aircraft and Airbus aircrafts that we operate here domestically in the United States. So what gives? Well, it isn't so much for the safety of your, or it is kind of the safety of your plane, but it's not navigation related. The FAA doesn't want cell phones used because they're worried about air rage. I mean, think about this. <laughs> well, there, uh, it, there is... Um, uh, no documentation about um, uh, the, the, the radio signals messing up the navigation systems. There's plenty of documentation of people losing their peanuts on an airplane, with more than 10,000 reports of unruly passengers between 2021 and 2023 alone. So you can imagine somebody loudly yapping on their phone is going to potentially cause a little bit of air rage. That's the real reason that planes still ask you to put your plane in airplane mode. Um and even if so, it just kind of keep in mind, so even if you do get on an airplane and you forget to put your phone in airplane mode, you can rest assured that it's really not going to interfere with the navigation system very, very much. But also keep in mind, as your cell phone um, won't have a signal, basically the, um, the cell towers, over 3,500 feet, they don't reach that far. So your phone's going to constantly be looking for a signal up at 30,000 feet, forever how long your flight is. So you might find that your phone is completely drained by the time you land. So the airplane mode, more or less, is just a way to preserve your battery so it doesn't die while you're in flight. So there's the show for today, Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Always welcome your comments, feedback, and suggestions. You can email those to me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.